right, you fans, we're back with another weekly catch-up with Utah lacrosse head coach Brian Holman. Coach, it's finally here. First home match the, of the season. What are, yeah. what are your thoughts? Yeah, thank goodness. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a great four weeks, right? I mean, actually eight weeks if you think about all of January and, and then all of February. So I know the guys are really excited. Um, you know, we just talked about the weather's going to be it's going to be great. We're going to have, you know, we can get parents um, at the game, which is going to be really nice. I mean, you know, these guys work so hard, and and, and to go out there and not play in, in front of anybody is. I, I haven't asked them how it felt. I, I, I once the game starts, I don't really sense it that much, but I, I'm sure for them it's it's different. So um, just looking forward to a really good contest and and just you know, happy to, to have our guys be able to go out on our practice field and play a game, so. You guys have had a common opponent in Bellarmine. Um, you know, what do you think, what have you seen from them that you've been able to see from your game that you can um, compare the two from? Yeah, not much from that game. Um, um, it, the, 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 that game kind of took, it's, it's almost the same course. You know, they pulled away a little earlier than we did, but you know, they're, they're, Jacksonville's good. I mean, they're they're, you know, they're a program that that you know uh, has been around for a while, and you know, new head coach. I think this is John's fourth or fifth year, and you know, his approach is a little bit different. You know, he he, he touts transfer you, and he's on the transfer portal a lot. And I, I I think they got ten to fifteen guys on their team, John, that are that are transfers from from other universities around the country. So. You know his method's a little different than our method. Our method's kind of more just homegrown and build from the, you know, guys that want to be here. I, I don't spend a lot of time on the transfer portal, um, but you know, all, all that being said, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna present, uh, you know, some issues. You know, they're very athletic. They play a very similar style of game to ours. Is they like to push transition. They like to run up and down the field. They work hard on the sub games, similar stuff that we do. So, you know, I think it's going to be one of those games where whoever does what they do better than the next guy, um, because we do very similar things, is is probably going to win the game. You kind of led into my my next question when you were talking about the similarities. How you know how much of execution, is, is, like like you said, is key with you guys playing the same thing? You know, it's different when you're playing you know, your teammates and the same guys on your team at practice yeah. from, from game. How, how is that execution going to be? Yeah, I, I think the, the question I'm, I'm, what I'm looking for tomorrow right out of the gate is how do we handle the pace of play? Jacksonville just plays fast. I mean, they, you know, their midfielders are, are fast. Um, they get on the field fast. They sub fast. Like, so... You know, we try to replicate that as much as you can in practice, but but you know, you know, be quite honest with you, we we're just not quite as athletic as and as fast as they are. So so like, how do we adjust to that, right? I think once we settle into that, that that will that that'll give us a breath, and then uh, you know we'll be able to play our, our game after that. But that's the first thing I want to be looking for tomorrow's game is is how do we handle the pace of play? You know, can we dictate the pace of play? Or are they going to dictate it, and we're reacting to it? So. Um, and that's hard to replicate in practice all the time. You know, I'm going to repeat the same question I've, I've, I think <laughs> I've asked you every week. You know, what is the next step? Um, you know, after the last four games for you guys? Yeah, I think it's just the regroup period. You know, we're home for about three weeks. We have this game, and we have Westminster, 
next week and then we have a week off and then we go back on the road again. So it's a great time to just reevaluate, reassess um, personnel, you know, um, breaking down strengths and weaknesses, which we're going to do uh, with, of our program at this point in time next week, you know, um, you know, but right now we're focused 100% on, on beating Jacksonville. Um, you know, we went down there last year and, and played a really good game. Um, you know, I know they're going to be excited to come out here and get back because they don't, they, they don't believe they should be losing to us. Um, we don't really care about that. Um, so I, I just think, you know, tackling this opponent and, and getting a W under our belt um, and, and then next week and the week after just kind of reassess where we are uh, and then move forward into that second phase of the season, which is, you know, on the road again until May. Um, so, yeah, but we'll deal with that when it comes. You, you kind of spoke on it. Two home back-to-back home games. You know, this week the weather's weather's great. Yeah. You know, I talked about the timing of that and how things are, are shaping up. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of put the schedule together that way. We, we we're, we're trying to avoid, especially without having the use of the football stadium this year, um, trying to avoid playing early games here in February and and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, just. Any which way we can be at home, you know, we'll do it. But this kind of worked out well, where we're going to have we're gonna have good weather and get fans. It's going to really feel like a lacrosse day, a springtime day in in Salt Lake City. Um, I'm just sad that we can't get our our fans out to the game. But you know, next year, you know, it'll be a whole different look, and and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll be able to to bring two, three thousand people out, you know, into our home games next year and into our conference schedule. The other piece about Jacksonville down too is that they're in the Southern Conference, which is going to be kind of the sister's conference to the A-Sun. So, you know, we maybe end up playing Jacksonville on a regular basis, you know, every year. So, you know, that might turn into a little bit of a rivalry as well. You know, I kind of look at it as, you know, uh, just, just two different ways to build your program. Not I'm not saying one's right or one's wrong, but it's kind of cool how they've chosen to do theirs and, and we've, we've chosen to do it a little bit of a different way. So... Maybe that turns into a little rivalry as we go down the road here. Not to look too far ahead, um, you know, you're home for a couple of weeks. You got, you said you got the bye week. Um, it's going to be another a long stretch for the Road Warriors. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you, <clears throat> what do you hope to see from your team? You know, in that that second half of the season, as you would call it. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be the, the the target, right? So, you know. Who are we right now? Well, we, we, we kind of have an identity. You know, we, we embrace the Road Warriors. It's, it's kind of a gritty, you know, um, part of our process. And, and, and the one thing, John, I don't want to lose sight of is, is COVID, right? You know, we're, we're still battling that. And that's, an, that's, the, that's the constant message with our team is, you know, as I said at the beginning of the season, you know, all, all I really want for these kids is to be able to play every single game on our schedule. Uh, I, you know, yeah. Do we want to win them all? Sure, everybody. You know, you're in this profession. You want to win, right? That's what we get paid to do. But, but, but for this season, I think it's a little bit of a different twist. I really do. And I'm not conceding anything. I just, I want us to be able to play every single game. I want us to be able to show the country and show our school and and our and our fans to be proud of that that we have a program that. You know, resisted COVID and and you know got on a plane nine out of twelve weeks and traveled thirty some thousand miles and 
so that so that it can it can be done right and that's that's kind of the message I want to be able to show out to people like you know we can beat this thing um, so that's priority number one and then priority number two is just a consistent growth you know I looked out on the field against Loyola last week you know and we, we battled hard with them and I give our guys a lot of credit there's no excuses in this program and you know that you know but we flew across the country we got off a plane at five we ate dinner at 6 30 we got up the next morning we played an 11 30 you know game uh in 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 baltimore which is 9 30 our time and we battled with them you know it was 4-2 it was 5-3 it was 9-6 and we couldn't couldn't make that player two to, to kind of tighten the screws up and they are clearly a top 10 program clearly physically uh, ability wise everything and and then i and then i subbed most of our guys in at about 10 minute mark in the fourth quarter it was 11 to 6 and i knew we weren't going to win and you know i wanted those guys to have a chance to get on the field as many guys as we could so we accomplished what we wanted out of that but you know i i just i want i want our guys to take the next step and i looked out on that field what my point was is you know on attack i had a freshman two freshmen and a sophomore you know playing against three fifth-year seniors uh and dang if you know, we were holding up all right, you know. So, you know, not lose sight of that. That's five years on those guys. And, and I just envisioned for a minute, just 10 seconds, what that attack's going to look like three or four years from now, right? And, and I got a smile on my face, and I, and I was just proud of our guys. Um, so, you know, we know who we are. We know the battles that we fight, um, but we're more than willing to fight them. And, and it's just going to be continued growth and continue to beat COVID and continue to play the next game that's, that's on our schedule. Kind of back to your point about being able to play every game on your schedule this year. You know, how, how indicative is that your, of your guys just doing the right thing and making sure that they're, they're staying safe and being able to play? That's everything. It's everything. It says a lot about our program. It says a lot about our culture. It says a lot about our leaders. It says a lot about their willingness, right? You know, we're, we're, we're severe underdogs everywhere we go, all right? And I think, again, I don't want people to lose sight of that. Like, we're a third-year program. We're, you know, we're not, we haven't been around for 10 years. We've had some success in our first couple of years, and I think people are, are, I think outside world has a lot higher expectations of what we should look like. But the reality is we're a third-year program, and we are severe underdogs. And when you think about that as an 18-year-old young man, oh boy, I gotta get on this plane again and go play Mercer or Beast or Boston you know, University or Virginia or Syracuse, that's kind of a daunting task, right? Uh-uh, that's not the way I think our guys are approaching this. They're approaching it as, that's the next game, let's be prepared, let's do our best, uh, and let's do what we're supposed to do, and let's go compete. So I give everybody, all those kids, a lot of credit, and I give our staff a lot of credit um, to continue to motivate and encourage these guys to do the right thing. And I think if we can accomplish that mission this year, um, I think that'll bode really, really well for us going into the next year and the year after, um, to have all these young guys play so many minutes against so many quality opponents. So, you know, there's, there's, there's two facets to this. You know, it's, it's the competitive piece and wanting to win um, and, and, and there's, the, there's the bigger picture piece of we are continuing to build our program and to be able to look at the small victories along the way that's allowing our program to develop. And that's my job. And I'm really proud of where we are right now. 
not, I don't really pay much attention to the record. Um, yeah, we want to win Saturday, but if we don't, we put our best foot forward out there, we play our butt off, and we go toe-to-toe -to -toe with those guys. Yeah, all right, I'm good with that. Let's move on to the next thing. So I'm just really, really proud of our guys at this point. But we're only four games in, five games in, and that's what I'm point I made to them the other day in practice. You know, we, we got, we're halfway through our season calendar-wise, um, but we've got eight games ahead of us. Right, so you know we haven't done anything yet. You you kind of talked about you know you are a third year program and sometimes and technically it's probably what total total maybe two it's, with it's last two, year it's, it's two and a half but, if yeah. you wanted to get nitpicky about yeah, it and, and I do because year. it does factor into it right you lose a half a year and you also lose most of your fall right now we know everybody's in the same boat but but we're the youngest program in division one so it affects us more uh or deeper or than than it does everybody else um well what i was trying to say earlier was like <laughs> you you know you are a young program and sometimes on the broadcast you know uh, the, the guys are pretty complimentary you know when you guys are playing denver pretty close you know you, you held you know loyal up, up until the fourth yeah you know, they, they kind of forget that you guys are a third-year program. And then they, you know, as the game goes on, they're like, oh, wait, you know, this is only a third-year program. Yeah, yeah I, I, f I feel that a little bit in the lacrosse world. I don't know why. I don't know even know why. It doesn't bother me, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't know why people look at us so differently than some other programs. And, you know, I, I go, you know, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. It's just about us continuing to push forward with our program and our development and, and continuing to encourage these kids uh, to grow and push themselves past what they believe that they can do. And I think that's something we do well as a staff is, is they, I think, I mean, our guys believe that they're, I mean, maybe better than they are. I don't know, right? Like, and I want them to believe that. Um, but you know, again, it's bigger picture stuff, and I'm I'm clearly aware of where we stand and what we what we need to do. And you know, um, my goal when we came out here was was in within the first five years of of having a program in a conference. Now people got to understand that um, it was to get into the national playoffs, and it still is. So we get our first year in our conference next year. Um, you know, we're well on our way towards achieving our goals um, when it comes to competing. And we're really well, well on our way to achieving our goals when it comes to, you know, who we want to look like and type of people we want to be. Um, and Saturday I'm excited because I just, I'm excited for our guys to go out there and really just expose to everybody, you know, that hadn't seen us in a while what Utah Lacrosse is all about. You know, we're going to play hard, we're going to play fast, we're going to make mistakes for sure. And at times we may even look overwhelmed, all right? But that's not gonna deter us from continuing to push forward. Um, and, and that's the mentality our guys have. You know, you talk about big picture, long-term, you know, playing all these good teams, you know, as freshmen, sophomores, that's, you know, your goal making the national tournament in five years, you know, obviously reps are gonna uh, play, play a big factor in that and being able to play great opponents will lead you to, you know, kind of instinctual things later on when it happens, you know, as a junior or senior. Yeah, um, sure. Really, that's pretty big in, in my mind for, for them moving forward and for the program. 
Yeah. No, you're. That's it. That's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing it. I I, I want them to struggle. You know, uh, I just look at a Tyler Bradbury. You know, kid's five foot eight, weighs one hundred and fifty three pounds, and he's out there playing against uh, a defenseman from Loyola, who's who will be a probably a second or a third team All American. The kid's six foot four, two hundred twenty five pounds, and left handed, and a fifth year senior, and he is beating the daylights out of Tyler. All right, but I saw no back down in Tyler whatsoever. Now. Did he get rattled a couple times and turn the ball over? Yep, absolutely. But he understood after the game, he caused that. The defender didn't cause it. He caused it just by not having experienced that kind of situation before. And and so I expect Tyler this week to be better. And so does he, mm-hmm. right? That's what we're talking about. You know, that's the victory. The victory isn't, you know, did we beat? I don't know what teams in the country are worse than us, but there are some that we could probably schedule and win by 10 goals. And Tyler could have six goals in that game. But I'm not sure that that's going to make him a better lacrosse player down the road and, and be able to, to, to lead us into a, a championship in our conference and so on. So, you know, we're, we're willing to sacrifice some victories right now to, to go, you know, I've told you this. If I could schedule out of 12 games, if I could schedule 10 out of the top, 15 teams in the country, I would, 100%. Um, you know, Cole Brahms, our faceoff guy, you know, he, he he's not going to get better facing off against guys that are much weaker than him. And, you know, and that's that's iron sharpens iron. And, you know, you can use all the cliches in the world, man, but, but experiencing that will... Now, the experience alone isn't going to improve our players, right? It's, it's, it's experiencing it stepping back and then saying all right what did i learn from this and then and then how do i have to change my game and or improve my game you know because just because tyler played that kid last week if he doesn't recognize where his faults were or what he can do better and then he goes out here saturday he's not going to be any better that's our job as coaches to continue to help them kind of refine that process but you know you know you look at our team come back next year i i, I think we lose four or five guys and you know, for the majority of our team, they'll have gone through. If we if we can play all these games, you know, baptism by fire, and it's no better teaching experience. You know, I can't I can't coach them better than like I told you than than Denver playing them, right? And that's that's the and Loyola playing them and Virginia playing them and Syracuse playing. Holy cow, you know. So you got to just bite the bullet a little bit, and it's some humble pie. For me and my staff, I mean, we're not we're not used to losing games, and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to. That's not our culture, but but you got to bite the bullet a little bit to get to where you want to get to. All right, Brian, thank you for again for your time as always. Another game to get get experience this Saturday at 1 p.m. against Jacksonville. We'll have a live stream for you. Good luck. Awesome, John. Thank you, buddy. Go Utes.